to LHP. Uh, now that uh, Eric and I are done collating all of the internet's lists of anticipated movies and TV shows, all of them, we did all of them, uh, <laughs> we're here to uh, brief brief the internet on what we found. Eric? Um, Barbie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. There's a lot of yeah. Reading those lists is always weird because it's like, oh yeah, people care about this movie series that's been going on for twelve movies. I guess so. <laughs> I've never watched any Saw, but Saw X is coming out. Saw Ten. <laughs> well, I know the person who like who cares about those movies. His name is Connor McGraw. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, the, the, only, the, only, yeah, the only time I hear about Saw is when I listen to Zone and Connor has watched a Saw movie. That's the only time I hear about Saw in my life. Yes, he, he happened to be working at a theater when the Saw were coming out. So he's seen all of them many times. Um, too many times, some could argue. Some. Um, yes, yeah, it is weird. Like These lists, they, they remind you of things that you didn't realize were happening. Um, and that's that's always fun. And then they, you know, in some of the lists that I've found, they point you towards movies that you have never heard of um, <laughs> until you start reading this list. And you're like, oh, that sounds absolutely fascinating. I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see this movie that A24 bought or so on and so forth. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> To go back to your joke there, yeah, Barbie. Inter- interesting how that's one of the most typed movies, I feel like. I guess we could just yeah. start there. I mean, let's start with that day <laughs> where it's like, oh, yeah, it's Barbie and Oppenheimer both opening on that day. Don't know if it's going to happen, but it's. I mean, it's, at this point, it really seems like it is, right? They both have trailers, yeah. they both have this release date. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I, the. the uh, I don't know why I keep getting shared stuff about people's Oppenheimer theories that it's set in the Tenet universe, that it's a sci-fi movie. Uh, <laughs> which okay. Would be, which would be so funny, but I don't the, think it's going to happen. But <laughs> This is the problem with the internet, is we're all way too online. So we're... <laughs> um, I mean, as someone that really liked Tenet... Um, uh, that would just be the funniest thing in the world, um, mm-hmm. but no, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm at this point. If I'm more excited for Barbie than I'm for Oppenheimer, uh, if I had yeah. to pick the one, just because I feel like Greta Gerwig is a more interesting director at this point in her career, um, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling feel like. Uh, perfectly cast in that movie, uh, whereas yeah. Oppenheimer is like, I, I from I mean we both watch we both watch the teaser. Uh, it's just hard to see what he's doing there. Um, mm-hmm. That that's my kind of my feel on it. Um, it's just I, like uh, yeah. I I I. F- there's i don't know i i i think my favorite of his last few movies is actually dunkirk uh Mm -hmm. he's like more realistic movie 
uh, but uh, Dunkirk is as much like spectacle as it is like um, like it's more it's it's as much spectacle as it is narrative, right? Uh, on Oppenheimer, I'm I'm just not seeing it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I guess that's that's what hap- maybe that's that's just uh, because we haven't had a real trailer yet. Uh, and the reveal that uh, the protagonist is in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, the, the protagonist from Tenet, that's what I was saying. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Um, God damn it. God damn it. Uh, uh, I don't think about Tenet. I just think about how, about my Metal Gear theory, and everything else is just a blur to me. Everything else about that movie, <laughs> the fact that the character's name is the protagonist, Robert Pattinson, he's just there. Um, yeah, yeah. This is this is gonna turn into the Tenet podcast real quick if we don't. Yeah, no, no, let's, let's, let's stop talking about Tenet. Uh... Um, uh, Barbie. Um, no, I'm. I agree with you on everything you said about Greta Gerwig and the perfect casting. Um, I think that. I think. I, I'm, you know, I've, I've been sort of realizing how much I like Greta Gerwig and her work um, over pa- just over the past few years, um, and I'm excited to see her clearly working with like a really big studio behind her. Um, it looks like she's making something very interesting, um, and not something that I, th- I think people would have assumed would get made now it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that you would see in the 2000s (laughs) i feel like we're way too cynical for a movie like this to be coming out it feels very much like a movie from a different era but i'm i'm very much here for for it yeah the Um, the the vibe i get the most from the trailer actually is a movie you talked about recently is uh uh three thousand year of longing that's that's kind of mm -hmm. the, the the like it's like a uh, just a movie that feels a bit out of left field. That's like I don't know, uh, move an all age kind of fantasy ish movie. Uh, but like, I mean, Barbie has Barbie, which is mm-hmm. not the same. But I, I just, I, I, it's like movies like that don't get the budgets that they do anymore they're either like 10 million dollar a24 movies or they just mm-hmm. don't exist um so it's interesting to see uh her making like a big studio movie like that with uh one of the most well-known ip but it still it feels like it it feels like part of that ip and it feels unique at the same time yeah and I, I have to imagine the pitch was, remember the Lego movie and how much people loved the Lego yeah. movie? Like, I feel like that has to be part of the pitch. Because that's that's the closest thing I can think of to this in terms of, you know, taking it, like you said, an IP and like doing something interesting with it. But I assume that the end of the movie won't be like, fuck these toys. <laughs> fuck you for playing with dolls. Um uh, just based off the vibe of the trailer, I would assume that it's more like taking apart the concept of dolls, but also like coming to a new conclusion about them and how they can still be, I guess, relevant. That, that's where I would assume the movie goes, which is 
I think that I think that's a kind of a noble pursuit as far as it can be in the terms of like a capitalistic tie-in <laughs> to a doll <laughs> franchise. Like fairly a fairly noble thing to do, again, in the in the tone of the Lego movie, which is again a fairly noble effort on the parts of people tying into a Norwegian block company. <laughs> um <laughs> or Swedish or whichever one of those countries it is. Um, so yeah, yeah, uh, it's, it's an interesting thing. And also I just, I really appreciated the balls of that trailer to be like, yeah, we're going to do a 2001 reference Yes. after there was already a 2001 reference. <laughs> we know everywhere, <laughs> every, uh, everything, everywhere, everywhere all at once. Uh, once. Yeah. We all we already know that that happened, but we're still going to do it. We're still going to put yeah. it in our trailer, um, and it's yeah. And both of them did it really well. Um, both of them did that reference extremely well, and the detail, uh, or the level of detail, is pretty extraordinary on both of them. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That, that that was a good good place to start. Um, uh, I mean, the next one, hmm. I'm very the next thing that's I. I've been thinking about that. I I'm very curious what you mm. thought about the trailer uh, and what you're thinking about this movie. Is Bo is afraid? Um, oh I've yeah. Seen the trailer playing a couple of times uh, before things recently. Uh, I have not seen Midsummer weirdly yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it took me like three years to watch Hereditary, and then I feel like I, need, I needed three years to recover. Um, I'll watch it. Uh, sure. I- I'm, I'm going to make the time. Uh, but Boys Afraid does look uh, interesting, at least. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like... Um, it's interesting the reaction I saw. Uh, I mean, the reaction I felt and saw was not one of like uh, full, like over the top excitement, which I, I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I feel like, I don't know, two years ago it would have been maybe. Um, uh, people... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I know why though. If this movie feels definitively like it's going in a different direction yes. from yes. from yeah from that movie uh, um, or from those movies, um, but but please continue. Um, yeah, no, I I think it it does look interesting at the very least. Um, yeah, it it looks like something uh, that I like to watch. It looks like it's leaning a lot into uh, the. I mean. Maybe I'm out of place, but I, I thought Hereditary had like fun, like some funny moments. Like it has like some mm-hmm. weird on purpose comedy that's like just makes it like off putting uh, even more. Um, yeah. And it's leaning into that. I think, I, I think, and like I've heard a lot of that Midsummer has like at least a little bit of the same. Uh, and I, I find it interesting that he's leaning into something like that more in the like um, in, in this like middle ground of absurdity, um, very like c- kind of um, I'm thinking of ending things vibes a little bit from the trailer. Uh, yeah, 
Um, Very, a little bit more Spike Jones. Um, yeah, and Spike Jones, Charlie Kaufman. Um, yes. Uh, and the, also, the other director, the French director um, from the early 2000s, who did um, the Jim Gaspar, Carrey movie. Uh, oh, uh, no. Gaspar okay. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I'm thinking of. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely more in that like surrealist, very 2000s surrealist tone to it. Um which is and a I, genre I really like personally. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, the, when it came out, I'm thinking of and this was my favorite movie that year, uh, and mm-hmm. I really like uh, a lot of what uh, Charlie Coffin's writing. And if there's some of that in there, I'm really mm-hmm. down. Yeah, I'm into it. It's a uh, the movie's three hours, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm very curious to see how that plays as a three-hour movie. Um, I'm assuming that it's going to be, I'm assuming that there's going to be some, some game that we're not seeing from the trailer if it's a three hour movie, because I, I agree with you. I really like a lot of that surrealist stuff. I think it kind of loses some ground after a certain amount of time. Um, you know, I, as much as I love, love Apocalypse Now, part of, Part of that movie's, I guess, problem, if I had to pick one, is that the length almost excuses you to not pay attention to it. Um, And Coppola um, kind of loses the surrealism aspects of the movie in multiple sections. Like, he just, he just, like, stops. Like, he... (laughs) He like changes the movie <laughs> for long sections. <laughs> He's like, "Oh no, this is just like a straight up war movie. It's not nearly as surreal or weird for this section because he couldn't keep track of it and keep it in that surrealist place." So I'm very curious if Ari has planned around that. If the surrealism that we see in the trailer is a section of the movie. Um does that make sense? Like, uh, like if it could be like a half and half thing, or like there's an, an there's an hour of it that really just goes in that weirder direction, um, and parts of it are a bit more like grounded <laughs> and relatively normal. Um, I, but I don't know. I, I don't want to speculate too much because I, I'm I'm interested to see if that runtime changes drastically before the movie comes out. But it's a twenty-four, if I'm not mistaken, and they yeah. make bold and weird choices all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it it just feels like he can do whatever he wants. At yes, this. Like, like he's just getting. He's on the. I mean, the. I don't know if this is the right comparison, but this is his Northman. Uh, baby sure. in a way it it kind of sure. looks like it it looks like the budget is kind of there um but maybe not all the way there maybe the next one is going to be his northman where he gets a big budget and mm-hmm. does something um something a bit more uh uh <clears throat> on like a uh, next level in terms of scale uh but maybe this is it like it's kind of hard to tell from the trailer um yeah i'm um i'm very excited to see it uh, I I'll, I feel like I'll be even more excited if uh like the reviews are like polarizing. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that that <laughs> it'll make me even more interested in watching it. Um, 
I mean, we'll get there. It's coming out in two months. Um, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of movies from big directors that haven't directed anything in a while. I mean, there's the Fincher doing The Killer. There's hopefully, finally, Killer of the Flower Moon, Scorsese. I mean... We'll see. Yeah, yeah like... It should be this year, but I mean, who knows? I mean, at this point, whenever it comes out, uh, we'll watch it, right? I mean, Scorsese yeah. has just been making amazing movies late in his career. Um, his last three movies are all pretty perfect, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm, I, I'm excited by the Apple prospect of it all. They, um, They've really been putting their name behind good stuff for the most part. Um, and I just, yeah, I'm just very curious to see how that yeah. all is out. Um, he, uh, that's a story that I think is really interesting. Um, it kind of plays into the true crime stuff that's been really percolating everywhere. Um, and yeah, that, that, that cast and everything, it's just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's like I mean, I don't know much about the story and I kind of don't care. It's for me it's like, oh yeah, Scorsese mm-hmm. is making a new movie and that ca- like with Leo making his first movie in a while too and mm-hmm. and uh I mean, Ben Fraser doing something that's not the yeah. whale is good. Uh Yeah. Yeah. It, it's yeah. it's uh, I'm I'm just uh I'm just really curious how yeah. it's gonna be. Um I'm, I, I think I'm there's very it. yeah, there's yeah. very little chance it's gonna be bad. That's that's my no, feeling with any Scorsese little, yeah. movie at this point. Um And the key words in it, because I, I like you, I haven't really like tried to research the story. I haven't pursued like reading the book that it's based on, but like the keywords of it are all things that I like in prestige movies and television of recent years like it feels almost like a taylor sheridan thing (laughs) or uh or like a fargo just based off of um all the details that i do know and like none of those are things that i would necessarily associate with scorsese i think we all have a very specific image in our heads of what a scorsese movie is like there are some outliers of course but like they're like really like two main threads that we think of and just based off of the descriptions and the again the the key words uh you know the uh the hashtags i guess you would say uh that you would put under that movie i don't associate any of that with scorsese traditionally and also he's talked a lot about how westerns were a huge impact on him um and him telling a movie or him doing a movie set on primarily an indian reservation um uh, that's that's intriguing to me um that um i assume he's gonna have some big things to say yes um uh, and i think uh, maybe i'm forgetting he's the only director of that generation who's talked about loving four as much who is directly commenting on that i think again maybe i'm forgetting something uh, maybe there's a reference in a Spielberg movie that I'm forgetting. Um, but it's interesting to see somebody from that generation, again, like directly making a comment on those movies, 
through a sort of a you know a more contemporary understanding of the importance of those movies and yeah so lots lots of interesting things to think about there and how the movie will actually come out so yeah i'm very yeah yeah i just got myself more hyped up about yes. it as i was talking through that um so yeah very interested very interested in that um yeah uh so i want to focus on two neon movies which they aren't on any of my list but i saw the trailers for them in front of infinity pool um and if you want to find them and see the trailers or i can probably send them to you real quick one is called any's men and another is called how to blow up a pipeline um, yes, I, I, that that that's one I've been very excited to watch. Uh, it's it, it's it's good that it there's a trailer because it it's one that hasn't had a release date. I feel like, at least for a long time, uh, I I read reviews from it from Sundance last year. Yeah, and I've been very excited to watch this the to watch uh to watch uh how to blow up a pipeline. The other I have not heard about. I'm gonna look it up. It uh, is. It's, it's. I'm very into it. I'm very, very into it. It is a movie set, if I'm not mistaken, on. Oh no. It it is uh, set on the coast, uh, on the Cornish coast uh, of merry old England in 1973, and it is matching the aesthetic. It um, it gave me lighthouse vibes real hard. Yeah. (laughs) So as you can imagine. I'm in. <laughs> this is like a like I'm just reading the description, and this is an Ireland movie, 100 <laughs> percent experimental folk horror shot on 60 millimeter. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, <Finnish> people. Yes. <laughs> Give uh, it to me. <laughs> it looks interesting, at, at least. Yeah, it, it looks like a movie you'll tell me about after you'll watch it, and yes. Uh, um, if you're really into it, I'll watch it too. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like this is what's going to happen with this one. The main character is called The Volunteer. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, I, but yeah, I saw that trailer in front of, um, like I said, in front of Infinity Pool, and I was like, wow, we're doing this, huh? We're doing like weird folk horror stuff. And Neon, of course, you know, coming in from behind just uh, like uh, affirmatively going after a 24 spot and I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, I'm all in. Um, so yeah, very, very excited oh, about that. So um, um, the director's prayer movie is this movie called bait, um, which I don't know if you remember, uh, this is a little bit behind the scenes stuff. It's a, a movie, uh, Tayo was trying to recommend us to do on the show, maybe, uh, but that mm. was unwatchable outside of the UK. So this is from the same director, which I found very interesting. So maybe, uh, maybe oh. uh, when it comes out, uh, if if you think it's worth it, we can try to get Tayo on and do a double feature of these movies. Um, I sure, yeah, no, I am remembering. This is one of the, yeah, yeah, it is one that was incredibly. Like I do remember trying to find this. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, if we can. We'll see. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely curious about Ennisman. 
Um, what was your feeling of the pipeline trailer? How to blow up a pipeline? Um, I was very into that. Maybe it's just the recency of it all. I was like, is this this? I feel like this is getting a big release because of Andor. Am I? Is that an incorrect thing for me to say? Like, and it also just felt like, oh, this is very anti-establishment, and it's like, and that's what really like. That that's what really shocked me about. It. I was like, somebody's making a very definitively anti-establishment movie, and it's not being made by like the Daily Wire people. <laughs> um, yes. So 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 the 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 thing I heard about this movie. So this is from um, the director that did a movie that you might have seen, but I've uh, I think have you seen Cam? I have oh. seen Cam. Yeah, this is from Cam. the Cam director. Um, and this, the, the thing that I've heard about how to build a, blow up a pipeline that got me like, if like, uh, really excited to it on top of it is that it's really a heist movie. Like it's, it's, nice. uh, um, it has that structure as well. I mean, it's called how to blow up a pipeline, you know what it's yeah. about, but also it's just, uh, it's a heist film, uh, and it's a good one. That's, uh, so I'm, I'm definitely super into that really excited to watch it yeah i'm I'm, yeah just everything about it and it it, there i mean you know the period aspect of it i think it's period if i if i understood the trailer correctly or maybe that was just the aesthetics that they were going for um in either case it's just it's really it there are just enough enough, there are enough aspects to it that really interested me uh hearing that it is very much a heist film i was like i'm very into that as well um we don't get a lot of those <laughs> or we get a, I should say Netflix produces a lot of high stuff that I'm yes. like, I don't think I'll ever watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to watch that, um, army of the dead prequel and I got halfway through and never went back. It was Fair so enough. bad. Fair enough. I guess the I guess the thing is we need to do money heist. Money yeah. heist is apparently the good one, and all these other heist things that they're doing are them like trying to recreate money heist. The, the uh, problem with money heist is that it's, it's called money heist. Yes, what which are, again apparently in the original Spanish it has yes. a better title, I guess. Um, so Netflix figure it's, out a better yes, title. Yes. The, the original <laughs> name is Casa del Papel. Uh, which is how I heard it referred to, like when I feel like when it originally came out, and then it got rebranded as Money Heist, I think, and yes. got way more, <laughs> it got way more popular. Uh, so maybe, I maybe that's. <laughs> I guess we're wrong, Eric. I guess we are incorrect. That's 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 the only conclusion I can make here. Um, <laughs> because if it did, if it did get more people to pay attention to it, yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, uh, yeah, it's 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 called money heist. <laughs> I know, I know, but again, I guess, I guess what we need to do is force ourselves to do an episode on money heist season one, and then we'll watch it, and we'll both be like, "Oh, this is great! Why were, <laughs> why weren't we yeah. doing this the whole time?" Yes, I mean, um, maybe that's 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 the that's the solution. Um, <laughs> 
Anyway, okay, let's let's talk about something something else that I'm uh, very. I mean, we yeah. kind of skipped over it, but there's I, I mentioned briefly, but there's the killer coming out, and yes. and really people made fun of Mank so much that that David Fincher went, okay, you want you want a movie with a killer? It's called The Killer, and Fassbender <laughs> is the killer, and. <laughs> Tilda Swinton is not the killer, but someone else in the movie. Are you happy now? Yeah. And the answer is yes. I feel like we're both pretty happy. <laughs> yeah. I'm very into this. This is a good... This is a title that's been used on a hundred movies, though. That's my only yes. problem. With it, is when I'm trying to suggest the uh, Chow Yun Fat, I want to say... Um, I'm forgetting the director for some reason. When I want to suggest that the killer, people are going to be like the Michael Fassbender movie. But aside from all that, aside from the fact that there have been so many movies titled The Killer, I am very into this. He's returning to like murder and <laughs> and death <laughs> and and violence um, that is presumably going to be visually very entrancing to watch. So like, yeah, I'm. I'm very much into that. And it's, oh, it's based off of a French graphic novel series. I did not know that. That is interesting. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm all in on Fassbender. Um, I know yeah. that you like to make fun of the snowman every chance you get, uh, but he's actually really good in that. Um, <laughs> I've never seen the snowman. I'll say that. <laughs> the snowman. Uh... I can see why it didn't work. Um, uh, it's still good, still, still, still pretty good for what it is. Still, like it's a, it's like a slightly elevated '90s um, psychological drama, um, but it also has huge, huge flaws, <laughs> gigantic flaws that you can tell were imposed on the movie by studios and Val Kilmer having cancer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it pretty much hurt the movie. Um, but anyway, Michael Fassbender is I, I, him as a just you pitch me Michael Fassbender and he is presumably an assassin. Um, that's that's a perfect it's perfect pairing. I'm yeah. I'm very much on board with that concept at the very least. So, um. Did they release a full trailer? Because what I saw was just a little teaser in that Netflix. No, I, like, I, mean, I haven't seen anything. Uh, okay. I, think, uh, I mean, yeah. I think it's supposed to come out in the fall. So Netflix is usually November. so late with their trailers. Yes. Um, so I don't think we'll see anything before September. I, I'm. Mm. I just hope I get to see it. Like I, I hope it's playing in. I'll probably go to like the super independent theater because that's the only place netflix movie play uh, for like yeah, a week or two that's where i saw like the irishman when it came out um huh. i hope that that i do hope that that's changing a little bit because i i managed to see glass onion in yeah. my normal theater oh yeah no uh, glass onion did the week thing uh yes Yes, yes. I did um, also see that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh I hope um, yeah, I hope they yeah. do more of that. But I I think the I I I mean as long as I it's playing somewhere I'll be happy. Um, yeah. It's just yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't wanna I didn't care about not watching Mank at home. Hopefully this is <laughs> like this is better than Mank. Uh, I mean 
I would be curious to see that movie in a theater. I think it would be yes, a, a yes, different exactly. experience. Yeah. I mean, you know, in the same way, um, I don't, I can't remember it happening in my lifetime. If, if, uh, if my theater that I normally go to was like, we're showing Citizen Kane next week, I'd be like, maybe I should do that. Of course. <laughs> and I don't, and I don't, I don't particularly care for Citizen Kane that much. But I'm like, <sighs> uh, I guess I got to do it. Um, so yeah, I would probably, I would probably go for that in much the same way. I do want to point out one thing about this, the killer that I'm just realizing is this is this is Fincher reuniting with Andrew Kevin Walker, I believe, for the first time since Seven. Um, which is it's interesting to me. Um, I think I don't know if we've had this discussion quite that much on air. It probably has come up when we've talked about Zodiac. I don't love the early Fitcher movies as much as everybody else on the planet Earth seems to. <laughs> um, I think the other the earlier Fincher movies are kind of flawed but interesting compared to say Zodiac. Um, <laughs> Zodiac <laughs> is his film. best movie. Like that. Yes, I feel like that's the. Th- thing i mean i i think everything i don't know i feel like fight club gets a bad mm. people that love fight club too much get right <laughs> make that made that film's reputation kind of weird but i feel like that's his first great movie and then, mm-hmm. I, I don't know i feel like zodiac social network gone girl yeah those are like the four but zodiac i feel like is his best yeah, but yeah. every t- the the prior stuff I don't know I haven't seen I don't know the dates but I haven't seen Panic Room in the game, uh, but Seven I like fine. There's cool I, stuff in those early movies. Yeah, I think yeah. that that's I think that's part of why there's this segment of people who really love those early movies because they are he is doing things that are extremely interesting, but f- through that like auteur lens that people are obsessed yeah. with um <laughs> uh you know and the I, I have seen panic room and like the cool thing about that movie is like the technical aspects of the movie like him like i'm i'm gonna do a shot that goes through a wall um <laughs> and through <laughs> and through a countertop um and, and like the proficiency of that and it's one of the it's when you're watching it you you realize what he just did after the fact. You're like, oh wait, he just like very like seamlessly went through a, a solid piece of furniture and the shot didn't feel broken. It didn't feel like a cheap cut. Like he went through the thing and just kept the shot going and it felt perfect. The CG holds up like it's 2000 CG <laughs> and it's perfect. Um, so like that's the stuff in a lot of those movies, the technical proficiency, which he continued in Zodiac and Gone Girl and Social Network, like all that's there. Like Fincher has always been doing interesting stuff with special effects. He's just putting them in movies that don't feel like big effects movies, which is one of the things I appreciate about him, like using that technical stuff to tell Mank, um, which again, 
my favorite parts of Mank are all like the technical filmmaking parts of it, not so much the story <laughs> or the characters, um, which we discussed at length in a, I believe, in a full episode about Mank. If I'm yeah. not remembering incorrectly, <laughs> maybe. Um, like it. If you look up Mank, you'll in our podcast episode names, you'll find something. Um, I, I mean, if we're talking about. Uh, directors that uh, haven't made something in a long time. Uh, I feel like though, I mean, the movie I'm the most curious about is uh, the new Miyazaki movie that's coming out this year. Uh, it was supposed mm. to be a part of the 2020 Olympics thing. Um, it's like his movie for his grandchild. Uh, his last movie was in 2013, The Wind Rises. Uh, a movie I called the best movie of the last decade uh, when we did our top 10. Um, mm. I'm very curious about this. I I know very little about it. It's an adaptation uh, from the from a, a novel that he liked when he was a child. Um, it's it's uh, I don't know. I still haven't watched The Wind Rises. <laughs> <laughs> in 10 years so it's hard to say how i feel about like his like I, I mean my memory of it is that it's one of the most like changing movies experience i've had uh i don't know if it's gonna hold up to that after 10 more years of watching great movies uh i feel like mm -hmm. my taste when i was 19 and my taste at 29 now are kind of different um but uh but yeah i'm i'm still i'm still super curious by uh by this movie specifically considering i think a lot of his i mean i i love the wind rises when it came out but i think like everything between spirited away and the wind rises was not his best work, I would say. I like mm. I like his work prior to that. I know a lot of people like Howl, Moving Castle. I mean, Ponyo is a great children's movie. Like it's, mm -hmm. but it's like a, a very kids movie in a way. His previous work is not, uh, not as much. I'd say. I'd say like mm. uh, like even to like it's even Totoro uh, feels like. Uh, his other like more child child like uh, mm. more like children movie uh is uh, has a bit more there i think because it's more vibe than ponyo which is specifically like it's like the little mermaid kind of mm. uh, in a very specific way but um but yeah no i'm very curious about this one i i i hope I hope it's another masterpiece for him. Like, I hope he didn't come out of retirement and kill himself and kill all his employees like you can see in the, the documentaries he's in uh, to make a bad movie. But, I mean, we'll see. Um, very, like, of everything that's coming out this year, I think that's the one I'm most, like, not sure how I feel about. Especially considering also that a lot of the recent Studio Ghibli stuff has not been good. Um mm -hmm. I mean, his right. son made like a couple of bad movies. Um, hmm. There hasn't, there also hasn't been much there. Um, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, it's also led to the meme of Miyazaki has coming back to tell his son to shut up, to, yes. to teach his son how to make movies, um, which has been a funny meme to watch uh, as, as an outsider. Um, yeah. Um, so this continues not to really be my thing, but like you are slowly getting me more interested in these movies. So, the more so, we talk so, about them. so um, I feel like we should do a Windrises episode. Yeah, probably. At some point this year. This is the, the one I'd like to do. Um, I, that and uh, maybe the Tiller Prisons Kaguya, who, which is like a, something mm-hmm. completely different from the other um the other director um mm-hmm. uh at studio ghibli um right uh isao takahata who did great with fireflies and only yesterday and uh great other great movies um yeah. so and is is like very much i feel like just from the art side alone is not going to be something you're won't want like the the art style is so different from everything else they've made. Uh, I think yeah. it's it's uh, it's when I have not seen as well. That's why I, I, I it's it's definitely yeah. on the list of possibilities we can do at some point. Uh, but I feel like I'd like to do the Rin Rises just to force myself to rewatch it and talk about it and think about it and see what what you think about it. Um, hmm. Because I, I know this these are not your thing, but that's a very interesting movie that. I feel like we'd hit a lot of the stuff we like talking about. Like, a, I mean, specifically, like a lot of World War II stuff, but also a lot of yeah. like um, mm-hmm. art and artists and like uh, uh, destroying oneself and one's family in the pers- pursuit of art. Um, it, and in a movie where mm-hmm. like the art is like World War Two planes, <laughs> that, the, yeah. that that Japan used <laughs> to commit terrible acts, like it's it's yeah. a very thematically weird movie. That's that's uh, I feel like uh, there'd be a lot of value in in deconstructing it. But yeah, very interested about his new work. I mean, you don't get a lot of. Um, I mean, he hasn't made a movie in ten years, so. This is yeah. this is probably his last one. We said that about the last one, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm very curious to see because I. You know. I'm. I'm gonna make an effort to actually see this one if it gets into a theater near me. Yeah. Actually, just because that that is there aren't a lot of cases like you said of 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 last ones of of directors really having the last and. Oftentimes, when they say things like that, you're like, "No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, no, Quentin, you aren't gonna stop. <laughs> no way are you gonna stop. You can say you're not. You're gonna stop all you want. Um. So yes, yes. Um. That I'm. I'm very curious about that and uh, seeing how and and hearing your reaction to it. Also, it's. Uh, I'm very. Yeah. Um. Another one that I want to point out that I kind of just learned about as we were. Um, you know, doing looking at articles and stuff. I don't know if this will actually end up coming out this year. Um, it's a movie, interestingly enough, titled The Nightingale, um, directed by Melanie Laurent. Um, just very interesting. I don't know if she's directed anything before. 
Um, but it stars uh, the Fannings. Uh, both, yes, this is the both... the World War Two movie. Yes, um, these are a lot of things that <laughs> generally <laughs> I am into, like you just said. Um, interesting pairing. Melanie Laurent has worked with some of the best living directors. <laughs> Yes. Just as a, as you know, one of the more interesting act- international actresses. Um, so, I uh, that's yeah, yeah, uh, and I'm very curious to see what a Melanie Laurent directed movie looks like. So, yeah, I I don't know what's your what's your thought on this. Um, uh, are, are you super curious about this? Because I I just learned about this today, and uh, it's it's got my attention. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. No I mean, it's very I'm, early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No trailer. I think it's. Um, I think it's supposed to go to. It's a Netflix movie. Mm. I'm not totally sure. Uh, I mean, it's adapted from a book that's like. Uh, um, I don't know. Like, was big, but doesn't. It's not like. Like one of those, like okay, this book got very big, so it has to become a movie. Um, mm. uh, I'm I'm definitely curious about the Fanning. I mean, the Fanning sisters are great actresses. Melanie yeah. Laurent is a great actress. Like I can't believe that she'll be great at directing uh, yeah. actresses. Uh, I'm I'm curious about like I don't know the scale of it all. Um, it's it's a it's it's one that's definitely on on um, mm. on the on the long list. I don't know. Hopefully, yeah. it's as good as the um, as just the the idea of it. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The pitch is interesting, and also I guess yeah. she has another movie that's in post production, which is uh, La Grande Odalesca. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, but it's a heist movie. Again, things we're very interested in here. So, okay, that's uh, huh. Um and then while we're just making our way through lists and things, let me see. What was another? There's another one that um um let's see. Um, if I can find it. Uh I mean, <sighs> The one that another one that I'm just very curious about, and I'm sure is going to be at least fun <laughs> to just see the trailer and see people talk about it is uh, uh, Ridley Scott's Napoleon movie. Uh, That's the one I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the one I was looking for. Thank so, you, Eric. So, so um, <laughs> I definitely have not kept up to date on the good and the bad of the recent. Uh, Ridley Scott movies. I have still not seen the last duel. Unfortunately, I did not Fine. watch the um, um what's the, that movie the the good the House of Gucci either. Uh, I've, I've kind of I really want to watch those. I'll, I'll I'll get to those at some point. But uh, I mean, you I can finish doing Napoleon. He's basically doing his. <laughs> He's just gonna be the same character from Gladiator, right? This is why he cast him. Um, I assume, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, the joke I've been saying is that he's gonna be doing Joker again, but as Napoleon. But no, you're you're probably closer to, <laughs> closer to correct. 
yeah. than I am. Um, I think it's fascinating that this movie is happening and it, unless I just haven't heard anything, I think the Fukunaga Napoleon is DOA. I assume for reasons that were discussed when we, mm. <laughs> when we talked about no time to die. Um, uh, but yeah, I, this is an interesting pairing. Um, I like this entire cast, Vanessa Kirby, Jodie Comer. Comer was like one of the reasons to watch that last duel movie. Um, no slight to Adam or even uh, Mr. Matt Damon. Um, uh, but like, she's like, uh, she's the site, the shining diamond <laughs> in the middle of that movie. Uh, like, so like that she's the one who you're really missing out on if you haven't seen it yet um and that her and the combination of phoenix like that's that's interesting the napoleon story in general is just extremely interesting again it's apple tv and they they tend to be very hands-off is my understanding but not in the netflix oh, well, why don't you just make it more violent way? It's more like they're supportive of creative choices, which is interesting. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see how this works. This is one, though, depending on the scale, and I don't think they've actually released any kind of official teaser or trailer for this. Um, I would want a theatrical release for this, depending on the kind of movie it is. Um, again, maybe, maybe we'll find out that it's much more... Um, uh, you know, a much smaller scale movie than we think it is somehow. Um, but I feel like that's what I would want. If it is like a big, like old school battle movie, I kind of want to see that in a theater. I'm very curious to see if Apple, if uh, Apple TV plus is going to put that out there, you know, try and make that because they haven't done that to my knowledge. They haven't done the theatrical thing. I assume Scorsese's, getting a theatrical release with uh, flower moon, but I don't know about Napoleon yet. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah. It'd be very interesting to see. I mean, at, at least this, the article I am reading is saying that it has, it's supposed to have six huge battles in it. So mm. <laughs> I feel like, I feel yeah. like if you do all that and it's just a Netflix movie. <laughs> kind Basically, of disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah like, and in fairness, uh, I think Apple knows like the prestige image that they have or that they try to create. So I would imagine that they will at least like do like a one night type of thing. Um, the question though is, will they put promotion into that? Will that be a national thing? Will that be a, you know, major cities throughout the world situation? Uh, I'd be very curious to 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 learn about that um because yeah uh i don't see you know even if you're asking people or even if you're using it as an advertising ploy well this is the reason you should buy the apple tv box like that's not <laughs> that's not the same prospect as going into a theater and again seeing big battle scenes like that which they don't happen a lot like i think that's why that's why there was this reaction to 1917 when it came out. And that's why I don't think all's quiet has had quite the same impact. Um, 
because certainly there were people who saw that in a theater. I think those are the people who like truly loved that movie though, in a way that it didn't really connect with me because they got to go to a theater and see it on like the big screen and really feel the weight of those battle scenes. Um, Cause I know that there is like a big ending battle, but I just was not gripped by it in the way that I remember being truly like, <laughs> like having my soul grasped by the ending seek by the sequences in 1917 um you know i think there's something about that and there's something that we're missing so i would be i would be kind of sad if um, yeah exactly it's 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 kind of a waste to put all to do all this to be seen on the screen that's just not up to i mean Mm -hmm. doesn't give credit to the scale of what's happening on screen um uh um, maybe before we get into the sequel territory, because <laughs> mm. we haven't talked about any sequels really, um, there's two uh, sports movies I'm very interested in. One we talked oh. about recently, um, the uh, Challengers. Um, the uh, it's the Luca Guadagnino Zendaya uh, tennis movie. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. which which uh, very sounds just very interesting on its own. Um, mm. I love Luca Guadagnino. Uh, I've said it many times on this show. I really like his recent mo- his his last few movies. Uh, so mm. definitely interested in that. And the other one is a weird one uh, because it was supposed to come out a while ago. Uh, Next goal wins. The Taika Taika Waititi. Uh, movie that he was making uh immediately after jojo rabbit uh but uh that starred amongst others uh, army hammer who got uh replaced and everything was reshot with will arnett um it's uh another fassbender movie uh where he in this one he plays like a soccer coach that's trying to like uh revamp the samoan soccer team uh and turn make them good. Uh, mm. Very very Taika Waititi premise. <laughs> to yeah, it's it's, it's I mean, Taika yeah. Waititi's Ted Lasso basically. I mean, very class, some very classic stuff in there, but it's it's a Taika movie, so you're imagining yeah, exactly. something. You know, a, yeah, it's a Taika movie different. with Michael Fassbender and Elizabeth Moss starring. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, interesting in and of itself. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm. That yeah, I mean that sounds. Both of those I'm very into. It kind of flows into another one that I'm looking at here that I'm very excited about. Um, Magic Mike's Last Dance. Um, uh, remind me, have you? Are you? Are you on the Mike train? Not <laughs> are you seen, on the... I, have, I haven't seen the Magic Mike's. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I am admitting uh, I have not. Uh, I've, I've not magicked Mike yet. <laughs> I mean, so I don't, I'm actually unsure if I've seen the second movie from beginning to end, but I've definitely caught large chunks of it just here and there because it's it's a movie that people really like to watch just as like a fun background thing. I've seen the original more times than I ever thought I would. Um, And for movies about male strippers that star like incredibly handsome Hollywood actors, they're way better than they need to be. Like Soderbergh put too much, 
too much effort into them. He's like, oh, I'm going to make these like very thoughtful explorations of like, of like, uh, of like money <laughs> and like the way in which the system like cuts out people who make money in non-traditional ways. And it's like almost very progressive for, I think the first movie is like 2012. Yeah. Um, like it's, I mean, it's, 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 um, it's, um, sorry, I can't remember the name of the director. For it's, it's me. It's a, yeah. Soderbergh. Right. Soderbergh. Um, yeah. So, yes. I mean, it, it's in, in line with a lot of Soderbergh's work, right? Uh, I, yeah. I mean, his recent work, uh, there's, I mean, we can't talk about all his movies because he makes so yeah. many, but yeah, mm -hmm. it's, uh, um, I, I've, I've really uh, yeah. wanted like he's also directing the new one I think yes yes he's 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 doing magic magic Mike the third um which yeah I'm just I, I'm very into and the trailer alone the concept of it it feels like an interesting thing to do for a third movie it's it's like a romance love story which is interesting because the previous two movies, are all are about I guess not to spoil them they're about like romances that don't quite work out basically more the first one but it's like that's that's like this major subplot is like him like being able to balance these things and like you know have his have his new career which is I believe in the first one he wants to be a carpenter um <laughs> That's his like very like approachable like I want to leave male stripping and become a carpenter, um, which interesting choice, uh, <laughs> uh, and that's also like him like wanting to abandon like this life of, you know, uh, of constantly not knowing where you're going to be the next day and like a very um, you know frantic existence and like trying to like settle down and like you know have a, a normal pattern to his existence um and i think it's interesting that this movie is like almost the it's like the circling around from what i can tell it's like doing both basically from what i from as far as i know um and i'm, I'm very interested in that and also like soderbergh doing a trilogy he's yeah. only done one of those before and that trilogy's it's all right it's yeah. pretty solid um <laughs> He, this, he did not film, the second one though. He oh, oh no, oh, he didn't. Okay, that's right. Interesting. So it's him. It's, it's him. him returning that I I found. I think someone else yeah. was supposed to direct it, and then he took over. If I remember right, um, but yeah, still very. Uh, I mean, I need mm -hmm. to watch these movies. <laughs> I feel like the the newest one is. She sounds like the least interesting, but I'm sure. Uh, it's going to be. Um, I feel like the 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 when the second one came out, it had just like everyone was talking about it. Um, the second one was its own cultural moment. Yes. certainly. Like the the chanting, dancing to. Um, I think the song. I don't remember the name of the song. It's, it's a but that song and yeah, and that that whole trailer was its own cultural touchstone for a lot of people who had never seen the original magic mic um so yeah um yeah and yeah yeah again very uh i'm very curious to see how yeah. that turns out and yeah. um yeah. yeah i mean sequel wise 
franchise wise i mean mm. i feel like mission impossible is at the top of my list there's nothing i'm right no, no big movie i'm ex- as excited for it than that one um fast x i mean i uh-huh. I, I i feel like i would have been more excited if justin lynn was directing it um because yeah. then fast nine was that <laughs> Furious yeah. Nine, whatever the nine, the last yeah. one really liked it. Uh, I th- I think it really hit uh, what I like about that franchise. Hmm. Um, in the way eight really didn't for me. Um, yeah, it was it was nine, certainly. It, I think nine certainly... is like one of the good ones. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I still think like post seven. I think that they kind of. They they hit a peak there, I think, with seven. Um, nine is more interesting to me than eight. I, I see myself watching nine again. Far uh, seems far more likely to me. For me, um, the, the thing with nine, I, for me, nine fits with like five, six, seven. Yeah, I think I, I think the, it it has like that. Um, <clears throat> that it, it it's just it fits right. with them in terms of quality and in terms of like care in. The care for the franchise in a way that's just eight doesn't really have, and then uh, Hobbs and Shaw doesn't have at yeah. all. Um, I mean, on on the track of like the you know the action sequels, I think I'm way more interested in Wick Part Four. Yes, than, of course. <laughs> of than course. Fast. Like <laughs> Wick is. Uh, yeah, I I I need it. <laughs> I need it in my veins. They got a scars guard in there, which, mm, mm, um, <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just uh, I feel like I feel like John Wick Chapter Three happened ten years ago because of the pandemic and everything else, um, and I just I can't wait, um, uh, you know, uh, and uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's very very interesting. Donnie Yen, I mean, ah. Uh, <laughs> Yes, um, uh, Rina Sawayama uh, being in that trailer is interesting. I don't think she's acted in anything. I mean, she's a she has great uh, video clips. She makes great music, uh, mm. but uh, I mean, she has she has that the energy that fit the franchise really well. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, the other sequel, of course, is Dune. <laughs> <laughs> There's well, a yeah. It's yeah. I feel like I, I thought it would be way longer before it came out. Uh, I guess that's that's the way I feel. Did didn't part one come in two thousand in twenty twenty? Yeah, two years. Um, yeah, twenty one. Yeah. 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 So two two years feels like not a lot of time for the movies of that scale. Uh, definitely excited. Uh, <laughs> excited to watch it. Um, and uh, smaller franchise wise also because we've talked about these movies uh, after watching Pearl I'm very curious about Maxine the new the third one in the Thai West uh, trilogy Um, presumably yes Um, uh, set in the 80s in Hollywood Um, yeah sounds picking up right yeah, picking up um, right where Boogie Nights ends, basically, <laughs> um, <laughs> timeline-wise. I yeah, I'm 
I'm very interested in Maxine. I assume if it is just a trilogy that it will play on themes set up in both of the first two movies, which I, I think were very interesting. Um, and yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, I'm um, I'm curious to see what it is. <laughs> Mia Goth is yeah. just uh, yeah. Yes, I mean she's incredible. That like yeah. even those movies are kind of uneven. I like them both. Um, yep. but she's she's just incredible. And Pearls specifically, her performance is uh yeah is so good. Um, yeah. Um, and there's uh, again, I'm very fresh off of Infinity Pool, and um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I need I need to see that. Uh, <laughs> and she does she she does a thing. Um, <laughs> the her performance in Infinity Pool it's completely different from either of those two, but what she's doing is so impressive and like Gonzo <laughs> and weird. And yeah, I yeah, Mia Goth slowly rising up on my list of people where when I see that she's involved, my excitement is just immediately just like high, just extremely high the moment I see that name. So, yeah, and I do like the fact that it seems that her and Ty West have like they've really like blended over the course of these movies like. Pearl, I, I think they've even said this in like the interviews and the promotional stuff. Like it became her movie as much his, and them starting a movie from the very beginning with that understanding is also extremely interesting to me. You yeah. don't get a lot of cases where it's like it's the actor and the director coming together to make a movie um, in that way. I, I, maybe like I don't know on on Kill Bill. Probably like that's the closest like parallel I can think of to that. Um, yeah, I'm just yeah extremely curious about how that movie will turn out. And then again, remains an A24 movie, so like they've already got my ticket, <laughs> they've already got my money. So like yeah, um, uh, yeah. And then there was a I mean sort of on the horror sequel. I'll just list off a few of the ones that I know I'm gonna see like opening night probably if i get a chance although i don't do opening nights quite as much anymore but mm. um i am all in on evil dead rise um so so it <laughs> um i know that there's a, a segment of horror people that don't like the 2014 movie i think the 2014 movie is like a modern horror classic um probably one of the better horror remakes ever um this movie feels like it it feels like it has every um chance of succeeding and being interesting in the same way is this a sequel to that one or is it something else well they're doing an evil dead so they're doing whatever they want (laughs) they do whatever they want in the evil dead land like evil dead just is in general they don't really seem to care about timelines or continuity. And I respect that. Um, <laughs> I respect like the, the, um, the adherence to me, like, no, we don't care if this lines up with the last evil dead movie that you saw. 
We don't care if the designs are different. We don't care if the lore is completely different. We're just doing our own thing. Um, and I, I appreciate that, actually. I appreciate that more than I thought I would in a post-Marvel world. That they're just like, we're doing this, but it's the intention. We're not doing this accidentally like uh, certain X-Men films released by Fox. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm I'm very into this. Lee Cronin's first movie, um, A Hole in the Ground. I don't know if you saw that or not. Um, it's... It's more interesting than scary. Like it's 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 got a lot of a lot of good moods, got a good vibes. Um, or I guess not good vibes, uh, very disheartening, <laughs> nihilistic vibes. But it's not this kind of movie, and I'm very curious to see him do that and transition into that. Um, that has gone well in the past, and and that has gone poorly. Um, <laughs> So um, I'm hoping the Sam Raimi aspect of that allows it to to be more. Um, Eric, are you going to see this movie? Um. <laughs> um, I, I, maybe. I mean, I like Evil Dead. Like I've seen those. So uh, the my fun Evil Dead thing is that I saw uh, uh, Army of Darkness first, and then Evil Dead Two, and then Evil Dead. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's a good way know, to do it. I did not know what Army of Darkness was. I just put it on one day, and then uh, I watched Evil Dead 2, because everyone was like, watch Evil Dead 2, you don't need to watch Evil Dead 1. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Evil Dead 1 and also really liked it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like all three of those movies. Um, I haven't seen the 2014 one. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'd watch this. Like, I, <laughs> Again, I like those movies. I watched the first episode of Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Um mm-hmm just to see what it was. Um, I, I I feel like I should watch 2014 and, I'll watch, and then watch this. Uh, yeah. So, if you, yeah. If you like 2014, I think, I think this will be, this would be a good pick for you. If, okay. if you like it. 2014 is extreme. <laughs> extreme. <laughs> like, but it, that's the thing I love about it is it goes so extreme that it becomes it becomes not an issue. <laughs> it's it's just like, you know, in, much in the way that Barbarian went extreme, um, where it's like, oh, shit, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Um, you know, and th- yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and also like the creativity of some of the stuff in that movie still, I think, holds up tremendously. So, yeah. Um, there is one thing that I, I, I do think even Sam Raimi maybe regrets which is the they do keep the tree stuff which i kind of hope that we're over that i don't think we need the, the tree mm. thing doesn't need to be a tradition that we keep on forever yeah. i don't need evil dead whatever evil dead movie is coming out in 2040 to have the tree thing <laughs> i think we can get rid of that but we'll see I, i'm sure evil dead rise will do like some very interesting tasteful uh you know call back to that that won't feel quite as um unneeded in the year 2023 as it is um and then there's a lot of other horror sequels that are coming out i'm not i didn't love the last scream um but scream six is interesting that cast is good jenny ortega has become like an exponentially bigger deal (laughs) Yes, in 2023 than she was in 2022. Um, so that's interesting to see how see how that might affect the movie. 
Um, Creed 3 is coming. I'm just you know, quickly listing some stuff off. I'm interested in seeing that. Um, very curious to see if it'll be good or not. Still haven't seen um, Creed 2, weirdly. That's fair. That's fair. I'm more interested in that director's Transformers movie, which we don't have to go into, mm. but um, the, the ape coming up to Optimus Prime and saying, I am not your enemy, is one of the greatest moments in cinema history. You can fight me on that if you like. Um, but it is great. Um, um, so if we're going fast, quickly through movies, uh, Wonka, uh, directed by Paul <laughs> King, who did the two Paddington movies, uh, some of the like great... Uh, family movies of the last decade. Um, yeah. Very uh, Timothy Chalamet's Wonka. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it has to be. It has to be like fully weird to be good. Like, yeah. Uh, it can't. I don't know. I have no idea what this is gonna be. Um, yeah. The. I mean, the cast is I great. Mean, like, if 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 it's just Paul King getting a check, good for him. But right. I'm kind of hoping he makes something that surprises us in the same way Paddington is surprisingly good. Sure. Yeah, I do think that... I think what he has to play against is different. Like, Paddington had to play against, like, the Lyle Lyle Crocodiles. Yeah. <laughs> no, that movie came out afterwards. But that kind of movie has been happening for two decades. Yeah, the uh, Clifford movie. I I saw that movie. I saw the Clifford movie. It's yeah. terrible. <laughs> right, like that. It's a kind. It's a. It's almost like this other, this other brand all its own that exists in movie making. And like Paddington managed to be one of those, but like also be like truly excellent films. <laughs> like just uh, yeah. So I think that hitting a win there actually feels easier to me because because the ground is so low there yeah, no, no, yeah what are you playing against in this case right you're playing against uh um uh, the, one of the classic movies uh yeah of ever. like multiple generations exactly. like it's a, it's one of those movies that like I like I'm at my grandparents' house and they put it on for me and they're like we showed your mom this movie <laughs> and I'm sure like parents now are showing it to their kids and they're like this is a lot weirder than I thought it was <laughs> or than I remember it being um but so it's the, like the other thing <laughs> is uh, like even with people like younger than us yeah like big like People like that, like, I mean, I won't say critics like that to 2005 movies, but kids like, like yeah. kids liked it in a way that's like, uh, mm -hmm. you're also playing against that. Um, yeah, and I don't, I might not be as in with the kids as I think I am, um, but I assume it, if it hasn't already, it probably has a similar meme status that the Shrek movies have, um, you know, where it's like, do they like the Shrek movies or do they like the memes that come out of the Shrek movies? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I think it has that same effect. Like, and I think the only reason it hasn't had nearly that same level of like meme movie-ness is probably the Johnny Depp of it all. Yes. Um, if I had to guess. 
<laughs> it's it's way harder to make memes about Johnny Depp than it is to make memes about a green ogre who um <laughs> uh there's just a lot more uh stuff attached to that. Um but I I do imagine the kids have that similar like nostalgia thing about it. And if it weren't for the Johnny Depp of it all, we would be seeing uh, TikToks and all kinds of like weird mashups and things like that about about those films. Um and I know I've seen some of that. I have absolutely seen some of that more with our generation. Uh, and like a very minor level of memeage, mainly around um, Deep Roy. That's where I've seen a lot of like the memes come from that movie. So I, I as each generation goes, they they accelerate the weirdness and obscurity of their memes. So uh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, so on on something that doesn't have a trailer, and I think that this is sort of a a good transition into another transition um uh are you interested in that flash movie um uh, is, does that movie exist um, i don't know i look, don't know i'll say there's one dc movie i want to see and it's aquaman y- yes <laughs> this is yes. it's the only dc movie i care about uh, at this point uh because aquaman won fucking rules uh yes uh i mean shazam looks like shazam too i mean it's gonna be fine uh that flash movie apparently is good apparently like like a lot of like the rumors out of test screening is that it's actually good uh i mean it's the it's director right andy muschetti um and i'm curious I'm I'm very curious. But, uh, you know, the movie I want to see is Aquaman because I know yeah. it's gonna be completely ridiculous, and I'm gonna have a great time. Yeah, but also apparently Momoa was like, he's like put his um his intense um uh, ecological uh thoughts, <laughs> like his intense feelings about like ecology and like preserving the planet into the movie as well. It's like. Well, that'll be fascinating. <laughs> Again, it's it's always fascinating to see like a multi-million dollar movie with like a very strong moral center to it. Like that's the most interesting thing about the Avatar movies to me is that James Cameron comes from a very like save the forests point of view. It's just it happens to remind us a little bit too much of Fern Gully. Um, <laughs> um so I'm very curious to see like a big movie like that, a movie with starring Jason Momoa that is, you know, for all in, uh, all intents and purposes, I assume a just a very down the line superhero movie. But according to Jason, it has like it has some of that some of that more deeper stuff in it, like real world issues that he's like fitting into the movie, and I'm. I'm very curious if that will actually work or if it will be in a huge mess. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm still in. I mean, it'll be an interesting comparison with what they did in uh, the new Black Panther um, mm-hmm. with uh, Namor, uh, which I think yeah. is was interesting. But that movie, I mean, that movie has so much it's trying to do. And yep. like this, pretty good at a lot of things, but it's just end up being too much 
at least yeah. I mean that's that's the the feeling I had about it. Like there's some. There was great... a lot to juggle. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And there's some great stuff in there, but I feel like it just fall. It it kind of like gets mm. a little messy under the weight of everything it's trying to juggle. Um, even though yeah. I mean it's pretty good. Like I mean it's 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 just like the it's it's just not the first one, but what like Marvel movie is. Um, mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to compare the two if this one tries to be to do more uh, in in yeah. that sense because Namor definitely has very interesting themes in um, yeah in uh, uh, Wakanda Forever. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. very interesting for a big movie like that. Again. Yes, exactly. I mean, in that, in the yeah, yeah, in the same way the the original Black Panther had like. Yeah, trying a lot with uh, what was doing with Killmonger. Uh, it it mm-hmm. it's um, uh, there's there's a lot of weight there d- around what it's trying to do, uh, and I feel like I don't I I don't know if uh, I uh, Aquaman is the like considering the first <laughs> movie is what I see doing better, but I don't know. I mean, James Wan is a great director yeah we've talked about him a lot he he's done a lot of great work in multiple genres Um, at the very least the craft of it all will be yes yes so yes yes um i mean let's do we we've been going really long but i don't mind um let's do uh Real quick, just let's just end on Spider Verse. Actually, we were gonna yeah. talk more of like the Marvel stuff, but let's just do Spider. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. I, mean, I don't feel like I have a lot to say about Spider Verse. The trailer looks great. Yeah. The first movie is great. It's it's gonna be. I'm I'm. Uh, I hope it hits in the same way the first one did. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I think the first one kind of came out of nowhere in a lot of ways. Um, mm. And uh, kind of had that going for it. This is gonna try to go on top of that. And I mean, the scale look looks a lot bigger. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of what works for the original Spider Verse is like, um, even though it's this multiverse thing, it's it's kind of a like it, it's it gets to be so focused on its one character um, yeah. that it, it, this is where it shines. Um, I, I mean, I have no reason not to think this is going to hit again. Um, mm-hmm. I hope the soundtrack's great again. That's, that's the only yeah. thing I, that's the only hope I have is the other, the thing, like the first soundtrack, I listened to a lot of these songs. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah, of songs same. I listened to a lot. Uh, so I, love- I hope, uh, I hope there's some uh, great stuff on there again. Yeah. I'm assuming the soundtrack and the score will be fucking bangers. <laughs> just fucking assuming it'll yeah. just rip. Um, and then uh, just based off of the trailer that I saw in front of Missing, I think, um, I feel like they're they're expanding on the themes of the first movie in ways that are interesting to me. You know, uh, the last line of or one of the last lines of the trailer that I s- saw was like, this isn't what being Spider-Man is about or, the, you know, this isn't this isn't Spider-Man. Um, and like just that line alone tells me. I, it tells me a lot, I think, yeah. about what the movie is. Like, exploring what the bounds of being, of just that character that I think 
everybody in the modern world has some attachment to and like expanding on that and showing even more versions of the character um and then just like again the craft of it all the that first movie like people doing animation now they talk about that movie and i kind of assume that this would be the case they talk about it as like a like a signaling point for like a change in animation afterwards um and like uh, that's just true. Uh, you know, I, I'm hearing great things about that new Puss in Boots movie being like an excellent piece of cinema. <laughs> so like, uh, you know, uh, I mean, so, there's also uh, that, um, that Netflix move, that Netflix kid Cudi movie. That's just like mm-hmm. in this style. That's a, a music. Uh, I mean, it's, it's like a straight up drama, more like a, a mm-hmm. adult, like simple drama. Uh, but like with the, the mix of music and that style of animation, definitely heavily inspired by the original. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. So I yeah. Mean, I mean, this is this is this is the comic book movie coming out this year that I feel like we both care about, like he- heavily care about. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, the rest, we'll see. Uh, I yeah. mean, I mean, I don't know. There's is there a Marvel thing you're really excited for? Um, um, I mean, no, not, if Loki I mean, season two is coming, I guess maybe that's the one. Maybe that is the one. I think Loki is the one because Loki, I, I've talked about this a lot, actually, I think on Phantom Zone, like the Loki thread of things is what I'm most interested in. Like the fact that, you know, that's, what's probably going to get me into the theaters to see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, some of these other ones I'm interested in. I'm, I really liked Miss Marvel. Like I told you, I think mm. on the last thing we recorded. Um, so I, I really want to see that character again. So for that reason, I guess I'm excited for the Marvels. I did really like Candyman actually. So there's multiple reasons I'm excited for the Marvels, but um, a lot of them don't have to do with, my like or dislike of Captain Marvel from 2017 yes. um, or 2018. I don't remember time, <laughs> time, space. Um, <laughs> um, but those are the two that I like that I think of Loki and the Marvels in terms of what is coming out, because I'm kind of like tuned out of like, looking at the calendar every year and be like, Oh, well, uh, you know, and like planning around seeing these movies. Like it is a surprise to me every time one is about to come out. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that is coming out five days from now. Whereas I, I think, again, I think we talked about this in the pre end game world, there was I mean, this we... moment that would hit where I'd be like, I'm counting every second. <laughs> no, I mean, tickets were going on sale and we were buying them for the opening night. IMAX. Yes, um, and, and and like every I, day, I still, up, yeah, uh, yeah, I still do that a little. I mean, for me, it's different because I have this tradition with my friend that we go mm-hmm. watch all those movies opening night or as soon as we can together. So sure. uh, it's like, is this thing we do to hang out? So uh, right, um, I'm I'm happy still doing that. Uh, I mean, that's, I feel like I wouldn't have maybe not watched some of these movies if I wasn't doing that with my friend. Because um, mm. I, I definitely don't care as much. Like the TV stuff is a lot, I, I found a lot harder to get into. 
Um, I haven't seen the Miss Miss Marvel is the one I have the only one I haven't seen though. I've mm-hmm. seen uh, I I kind of enjoyed She Hulk uh, as like this. It's such a good like okay. I'm I'm eating show. Uh, I need something mm-hmm. to watch. <laughs> no, it's it's a very good. I'm having breakfast and yeah, I'm just, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something uh, in the background. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I, I yeah. Other than Loki, I don't think there's anything I particularly yeah. care about. I feel like uh, I mean the idea behind Secret Invasion is that cool, one. Okay, but, but I forget oh, yeah. about that one. Yeah, I keep forgetting that that one is happening. That a, like a spy espionage show. I, I'm I'm into that. I'm into that. Um, so yeah, no. Now that you point that out, like a lot of this stuff. <laughs> I mean, my problem is is. This is their spy espionage Marvel show. Yeah. Then, <laughs> we yeah, just I, know, I know where you're going with it. <laughs> I mean, we can transition into into like the the three Star Wars show I think that were supposed to come out this year, but this is yeah. It, it, it's like I mean, whatever, right? It's I mean, in fairness, like I said, I think I said this when we talked about Andor. I expected Andor to be this. Like, yes. this was, like, my high expectation watermark for, like, okay, it'll be something like this. Kind of disposable looking, but, yes. like, fun, you know, maybe surprising I mean, in part. We were, we were so wrong. And hopefully, we're we'll, so be, hopefully wrong. we'll be wrong about other stuff. I mean... And, and I do want to point out, like, there are interesting details about Phase 5 in particular that, like, aside from the movies themselves and how excited I am for them, those details are interesting. Like, there's a trans love interest in Ironheart. That, if that's true, that's, that is interesting. That is just, you know, removed from anything else. That's interesting that they are doing that. Um, and I really liked the, uh, the, Ironheart character from Black Panther. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the uh, actress is great. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, like, there's there's interesting stuff like that. It is interesting, and it will be it, it'll be exciting to see um, Anthony Mackie as Captain America in a Captain America yeah. movie. <laughs> that will be fascinating on its own, uh, removed from anything else. But like, I. I can't say I'm super excited about the movies themselves so much um, in the same way. No, Aside from like everything coming out in the next three months, basically everything after that, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, Guardians three is coming out. Yeah. But like, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's kind of like, I'm so, I'm just feeling like, whatever about all a lot of that a lot of these movies and tv shows and i'm like sure i'll watch it i'll, I'll put it uh, in the, i'll watch yeah. it while I, I'll, I'll put an episode whenever uh, before bed or something on my ipad because i right. they don't need to be seen on a tv because oh, they all look like shit <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah i don't know i mean the the Star Wars stuff at least looks better. <laughs> I'll I'll give it that. Um, sure. I, I mean, uh, I'm excited for Mando, but it's like again, it's gonna yeah. be like in, in my the comparison. I mean, I'm not. I'm also. I feel like I, I I'm gonna watch Mando and go back to like okay, this is like Disney Star Wars brain. Uh, yeah. This is not Andor brain. Um, 
Right. I guess, I guess the, 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 the Star Wars show I'm the most interested in, I think, uh, this coming out, supposed to come out this year, I think, is the um, Jude Law, like... Uh, Alden uh, Crew, yeah. Yeah, Damn. yeah, directed by the... um, Mark Webb. Am I wrong? John Watts. John Watts. John Watts. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, home. Yeah, Spider-Man. right, right, right. Direction. Wrong, r- wrong. Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, um... exactly. <laughs> yeah, I just messed up. I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't want to. I'm not gonna put his like. Marvel work as like something that I'm gonna compare this to maybe sure. because like when you're making Marvel movie you're making a Marvel movie but yeah. Yeah. I don't know it seems 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 like it has the most uh, potential to be like a a bit different in like, like to be good in mm-hmm. a different way than Mandalorian is because Ahsoka is coming out is supposed to come out and that's I feel like just gonna be like a, a, a yeah. Mando style show. Um, which I mean, I like those. I I like my, the mm-hmm. I like both season and my other. And as long as it's not Boba Fett, I'm good. <laughs> well, so you missed out on um the Willow experience, which oh. I watched far too much of. Okay. Um, so I have a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth <laughs> after Willow. Um, but but that was Jonathan Caston, who is completely removed from any of this other star wars stuff for the most part so eh, I, i'm I'm not gonna hold that against ahsoka but i i agree like ahsoka i'm not super into it um that said i think i i've seen rebels and you haven't am i correct about that or did yes. you catch up on rebels in the meantime no no i'm still on uh, clone wars so i really like rebels um and depending on how much this is a live action essentially rebels um uh, relaunch i guess is probably the best word for it depending on how much that is the case for this Mm. um i might be really into this i don't know i i need to see it one of the characters from rebels uh I, i believe her name is sabine it's probably my favorite character from that entire show she is like confirmed showing up so that that interests me and that's a mandalorian character um, who I believe is confirmed in Mandalorian season three, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, um, that interests me. Um, and I, I think you might be mixing up characters. Maybe. Oh no, maybe no. I'm oh no no. I'm mixing up Satine and Sabine. Uh, yes. Yeah, Satine they... is the Clone Wars uh, love and Obi Wan love interest. Yeah. Sabine she, is yeah. her like niece. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm thinking of uh, Sabine Wren. Yes. Um, who? Um, yes, she she has a, interesting interactions with uh, uh, the uh, character played by um, Kate something. I can't remember her last name. Um, in who's in Mandal season two, and looks like she's in season three. Um. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic about that. I'm I'm interested in it. I've been. I mean, just based off of Book of Boba Fett, I've been really let down by stuff spinning off of the Mandalorian that doesn't feature Pedro as the Mandalorian. Yeah, and <laughs> and Grogu, like everything without them being in it, 
again, very small selection of things to judge, but still it exists. Like, so I'm hoping that it's better than that though. I'm really hoping that it's slightly better than that. Um, And I, you know, a lot was said about Obi-Wan when it came out, I believe by us, I I think we did an Obi-Wan thing. Memory is so fickle. Uh, Hayden is back again in that. Um, and based off of his history with the Ahsoka character, that's interesting. Um, I'm I'm very curious if they're gonna really like use up all the fuel from that stuff, uh, really quickly, <laughs> um, or not. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hmm hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm like I, I think I said before we'd even started. I'm just assuming Mando is going to be at least good. Um, I'm very, I am curious about what was sort of hinted at in the previous episodes and in the trailer. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, it's a good Mando, trailer. Yeah, yeah, like Mando having his like, I don't want to be king, but I guess I got to be king arc. That's what it seems to be to me. That's that's an interesting thing that I'm curious about. So, yeah. Um, I am feeling like I'm ready to go. Though. <laughs> yeah. no, same here. Same here. Let's let's yeah. uh, let's wrap this up. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be. Feels like an interesting year for movies. I'm excited for the stuff yeah. we don't know about. Yep, the stuff that's gonna come out of nowhere. Yeah, and I mean, we didn't get to cover as much TV as we thought we yeah. were. But there's there's a lot of interesting stuff in that field. That's also, yeah. So, yeah, maybe I'll watch yeah. some TV this year. Maybe this is the yeah. year. Maybe I'll bully you into catching up on Fargo, on all of Fargo. Maybe oh, I'll no. do that. Um, I, mean, I told myself I was gonna try to do Succession. This is this is my my goal for the first like before that comes out again. I'm gonna try to catch up on Succession because that's a show that a lot of people love, uh, including my mom. So I'll get to talk Succession with my mom. Um, right. If I can get up to the current season and you can, I wouldn't mind talking about that on the show. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's a long-term goal. I guess there's one movie I wanted to talk about that we didn't, and I oh. just want to mention it before we're done. And it's Master Gardener, uh, the new Paul Schrader movie. Uh, yeah. Because it's called Master Gardener. Uh, I can't wait. Well, uh, I... That yeah, that's an it's an interesting movie. He wanted Kevin Spacey in it, or he did get Kevin Spacey in it. I don't. No, I don't. It's a, uh, I I mean I don't think he's in it, but it's a Joel Edgerton movie. Um, yeah, yeah, I, Joel, yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, but he wanted Kevin Spacey because he's weird and he's like, no, I want to cast the choice that's gonna make you angry. Um, a real real good Paul Schrader thing for him to do. Yeah. Paul Schrader, Paul Schrader's Facebook account, amazing. Uh, there's a Twitter account that just posts whatever Paul Schrader posts on Facebook, and he's just like any other old man. He was yeah. very angry at his friend for recommending him to watch uh, Last of Us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so that was the thing I saw today. Very funny. Um, I mean, he's Paul Schrader. Why would you tell him to watch Last of Us? <laughs> of all the things he could watch. Um, all right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, on Instagram, and on Letterboxd. I'm at Isir. Um, 
and uh, I don't know, go watch a movie. Yeah. Uh, Phantom Zone exists. If you want to listen to it, go ahead. Other than that, that's all I got. Um, bye. Bye.